BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi, everyone. Welcome to With Wit. Thank you so much for joining us on another date night. This one is a little bit serious, a little bit fun, but definitely entertaining. Before we dive into it, just wanted to let you know that we recorded this before going on our trip to Cabo. We're back now. We're back for a day. The trip was amazing, but then we're literally taking off for New York in two seconds. I'm recording this and then I'm walking out the door. We want to share a trigger warning, though, for this episode because we spent some time discussing eating disorders and how the press has been positioning what I've been saying and how I'm dealing with all of it and what is actually going on. So wanted to put that out there. If you or a loved one is struggling and in need or support, please visit nationaleatingdisorders.org and visit their help and support page. Hello and welcome to Date Night with Wit and with Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Date Night with Wit with Tim. That's good. Maybe. We'll see, we'll see what everyone thinks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. Any time. If we would really sit down for a date night, we'd just first look over the drink menu. Uh-huh. Then we'd look over the food menu. And, right. just, and as soon as we knew what we were going to order, then, then we, we could, could get into. I need to have my order planned out before like, everyone gets into chit-chat mode. I also need everyone else to know their order because I don't like... When the waiter comes and some people and are ready like, and some people are not. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't like long dinners. So it's like can, like when the waiter, like the waiter has things to do. Yeah. Like, and the restaurant wants to turn this table over. Like, can we just, can we just order at least? Then we could talk all we want. Yeah. Just like take a second. Pick what you want. You're good about it. But some with- people are just like, hey, let's talk. Oh, they're like, no, I have not looked at the menu yet. No, I'm with you. I'm totally with you because I feel like it's hard I like have become like you. It's hard to concentrate on the conversation when you're you haven't really thought about like what you're gonna get and are people waiting on you. And- I'm just so empathetic to other people. <laughs> Not like the people I'm at dinner with, but like the people at the restaurant. Yeah. That I'm rude to the people I'm you're- with. <laughs> it's a weird dynamic. Well, normally we would review our 
you know, the goals we set for last week, but it's been like two or three weeks since we recorded together. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember what our goals were enough to like review. To- we can start with something on our minds. All right. I mean, I guess there's something on my mind is something that just happened. That's also been kind of happening for a long time. And I'll take you guys through it. It is some of my personal health situations so my dad died in october and after that i well it wasn't it was even before my dad died i was like i'm just gonna like try and get in really good shape or like see what that's like like before i get too old and it's impossible to get a six-pack like let's let's go to a nutritionist and like find out what i'm supposed to be eating and really give it a go with health and wellness. And your cholesterol numbers had always, always been, been on the high, higher side. Right? So that and was I, in the back of your mind. Yeah. Um, and then my dad died and I was like, yeah, I'm like definitely going to do this. Went to see Dr. Golia, who might be a good person to have on a podcast um, as like a follow-up expert. And he put me on a program. Won't go into all the details of that. But for three months, I was on a very strict diet and an exercise routine to see if I could get my cholesterol down. A lot of good things happened for me. My overall body, uh, what is it? The the BMI went Mm -hmm. down. Uh, I was in better shape. I was feeling better, sleeping better. But my cholesterol, even though it went down, didn't go down enough. And so Dr. Golia sent me to see a cardiologist. And I went to see him, Dr. Ram Dandelaya. And he suggested I get a CCS, calcium coronary scan, to see the levels of calcium buildup in my arteries. You know, if they get too build up, then you have a heart attack. So I went and did, it's like a CT scan. You lie in the machine. It's not hours. It's just like five minutes in the machine. And I get the results today. Basically, he said the test... You can ask all the follow-up questions you want. I don't know that I have the answers, but I'll just give you the information he gave me. He was like, the test is out of thousands. The highest number you get is in the thousands. Zero is the lowest number you can get. Your number was a 75. And I was like, oh, like that's that's nothing compared to 6,000, right? He was like, but you're in the 94th percentile for your age group. Um, so that is concerning. So he suggested putting me on cholesterol medication and maybe a baby aspirin and some supplements like CQ10. CoQ10, yeah. Yeah, and vitamin D. Those were things that Dr. Golia had me on and, uh-huh. and stuff like that. So we're going to do it and we're going to you know, see what happens. But I guess I'm on cholesterol medication for the rest of my life. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people are. But I guess, did you ask him like at this number like how far away would I be from a heart attack or like I did not ask him that what did other? you ask him like how worried you have to be he was not I mean doctors don't they're not like you should be worried uh, like from one to ten you should be on a four uh-huh. they don't I mean in my experience they don't do that but like he was not I told him because he had called a bunch of times yesterday and then called Whitney like yeah. and didn't get a hold of us we were both like freaking out like it was gonna be terrible news and I I told him that like that kind of put us in a panic and he was like oh you know he was like i didn't want to like stress you guys out but it's never easy to deliver this news meaning like it's bad news but he was like you know this is very actionable and this test that you got 
isn't covered under health insurance and like that is criminal because the cost of like putting in a stent or or like you know open heart surgery is like a million times more and this is like preventative so like even though you're young like you did a good thing okay, and like good. this is very actionable uh-huh. so that's what's on my mind you know do you feel like a little bit of relief knowing that now you can be on the medication and not have to worry so much about what's going on or do you feel I don't like- know if that's the case like I am sort of I made the case to him that I changed my diet and like even with a very strict diet I still had high cholesterol so when I go on the medication like can I can I like can I eat what I want? No. We didn't really so, get into that. Like, no. I don't know if I have to be on a strict diet for the rest of my life. Obviously, for like optimal health, you should sure. be on a strict diet for your whole life. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't want that. I, no. I, I don't want to live my life like that. No. So I, I feel like, I mean, I'm talking to a nutritionist too, but maybe now it's worth having a follow up conversation with him or Dr. Golia about like what moderation looks like for you. Yeah, well, we'll continue to monitor and update you guys on my personal health journey. You sound like, what's his name from Big Hero? What's his name? Betamax. Betamax. Baymax. Baymax. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. I'm going to call Dr. Golia. I'm going to give him the news. I have to go in, see Dr. Rum when we get back, and we'll go in-depth to all this stuff, but he's calling in the medication for me today. Okay. Mm. I don't really know how to feel yet. Like originally when you told me right before we recorded, because guys, I couldn't wait. I needed to know what he said right away. I was nervous knowing that you're in like the top percentage of your age group that has, you know, this plaque. But I want to now like Google some stuff. Google. Google away. I think, I think you know, we, we should do a follow-up, more in-depth conversation like yeah. with an expert. I am not an expert, right. and I'm also kind of like, I'm not trying to be ignorant to like what's going on to like avoid having to deal with it. Like I'm obviously being proactive and like seeing a cardiologist at a young age and like going to do all this stuff. But there's a bit of like not knowing that. I'm okay with. Yeah. You know, um, but you are different. Like you want like all the details and info and that that's totally yeah. fine. No judgment. I'm just not really that way. Yeah. I'm like that for you, but I wouldn't be like that for myself. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Yes. I am talking about Pillsbury Crescent Rolls again. I've been trying out new dinner recipes and breakfast recipes with Pillsbury Crescents every week. And you know who has not gotten sick of them? Sunny. He loves them plain. He loves them with stuffing. They've been such a game changer when it comes to easy dinner ideas that kids are actually happy about eating. I honestly never even realized how simple it could be to transform a Pillsbury Crescent Roll from a side dish to a kid-friendly main dish simply by filling them with good ingredients. With Pillsbury Crescents, dinner recipes are prepped in 30 minutes or less. Weeknight recipes are as easy as roll, fill, bake. 
Pillsbury Crescent offers such a quick and easy spin on weeknight cooking, and the possibilities are seriously endless. Whatever your kid loves, do they want tomato sauce and cheese for like a pizza crescent situation? Do they want to fill it with a peanut butter, banana, chocolate chip thing for more of like a savory protein snack situation? Also, some vegetarian options like thinking a caramelized onion and brie situation would be good. And I was also thinking some little crescents wrapped around asparagus spears with cheese would be cute. It's a great way to sneak in some veggies, you know, for the kids. You can find Pillsbury in the dairy aisle where you may also find me getting more Pillsbury Crescent Rolls. They're not just for Thanksgiving, guys. I also love hearing your recipe ideas, so keep sending them my way. Find more weeknight dinner recipes at Pillsbury.com. All right, back to school shopping is here and all the chaos that comes with it. But with DoorDash, you can be super ready with pantry staples and classroom supplies and be totally on top of it for a fresh start. It's not too late. You've probably used DoorDash to order lunch from your favorite places, but did you know that you can also use it to do the easiest back to school shopping ever? Sunny had his first day of school today, as I said, and DoorDash made it so easy to stock up on basics, especially because we were traveling and we didn't have time to go to the store. But they have everything from classroom supplies to quick breakfast and lunchbox staples. Skipping the stores and the lines has been one less thing that I have to stress about, and it's just such a time saver. With DoorDash, you'll enjoy next-level convenience with delivery in just one hour. Order now for stress-free back-to-school shopping. Use promo code WITHWIT to get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more at convenience, grocery, or retail stores at DoorDash. Back-to-school shopping has seriously never been this easy. All of my go-to retail, grocery, and convenience stores are right on the app. Shop DoorDash to get everything you need for the back-to-school season delivered right to your door. That's 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more. Promo code WITHWIT. Okay, don't forget that's code WITHWIT for 50% off your next order. Terms apply. Okay, remember all those life insurance commercials on the radio when you were a kid? Well, okay, maybe not because that was what your parents were supposed to worry about. But guess what? Now you're the parent and now's the time to get life insurance to help protect your family. Fabric by Gerber Life makes it quick and easy to get a high quality policy so your family is covered if the unexpected happens. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Fabric has flexible policies that fit your family and your budget with quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. If you aren't sure if life insurance is for you, totally understandable. And Fabrics made it so easy to find out with their 60-second quiz. Get your personalized quote in just minutes and then apply when it's convenient for you. It's all online and all on your schedule. You could go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. And Fabric has more than just life insurance. Their easy digital platform also lets you create wills, access college saving funds, and manage your family's finances right from your phone. Join thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash withwit. That's meetfabric.com slash withwit. M-E-E-T 
fabric.com slash with wit policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. So the something on my mind is just the conversation about my weight being pretty blown out of proportion. Like I think that when I decided to say something about it, I like I was opening myself up for lots of different opinions and for like people to. I mean, I think you quoted me as saying I was concerned uh-huh. and that, yes, you're right. That opened up the press and everyone else to be like, the husband's concerned. So right. Whitney must have an eating disorder. Right. And I think like we should set the record straight. Yes. Okay. And I guess that's on me to say what I meant by concerned. Mm-hmm. So this is the way it went down. We're at the beach and you just you looked very skinny and you often don't finish your meals. And so I I was concerned <laughs> that you were just too thin from an aesthetic point of view, which like that might open me up to me being an asshole or whatever. Uh-huh. But like personally, like I just prefer you with another like 10 to 15 pounds on you from uh-huh. a looks point of view. Now, it is easy to see someone who is underweight and think that they have an eating disorder. Right off the bat, like there's a total double standard because if someone was 10 to 15 pounds overweight, like no one would say they have an shit about it. Okay. Yeah. And it would be, you, you would be crucified if you did. And rightfully so. Like, like to call, I mean, no one should ever really say anything about someone's weight unless they really feel like they're if you're unhealthy. concerned about their health. If you yeah. weigh 300 pounds and you are high risk for stroke and cardiac disease, then like it is okay to say you're worried about someone's health. Yeah. Now, I am not worried about your health because I have intimate knowledge of your organ function and your cholesterol levels, your blood sugar, your triglycerides. I know them all. We went to Dr. Golia and got all of these things taken. And Whitney is in the 99th percentile in all of this, all of this stuff. So I know she is healthy. I'm not concerned for her health. I was just concerned if you had some kind of strained relationship Mm -hmm. with food, with appearance, with being in the public eye. If you Mm -hmm. thought, you know, if a meal comes to you and you don't like it, which happens often because you have a super palate, that you would be like, it's okay to miss this meal because it's going to help me in the long run. Like, you know, I'm going to be a little bit skinnier as a result. Mm -hmm. If that were the case, then I would be, I wouldn't want that to happen. But People took what I said and, you know, gave you an eating disorder and you're unhealthy and all this stuff. And that is just not the case. Yeah. I mean, listen, it definitely made me want to look at my relationship with food more because I aesthetically don't like how I look. Like I look in the mirror and I can tell that I have lost weight. But then I was realizing this morning that it all stemmed from when I ripped up my esophagus and lost all that weight because I got sick. And then since then, I think that I had just like have not put it back on. But I do think it's been blown out of proportion. I want to gain more strength. I'm going to go see a nutritionist to like talk about it because I think it's important just to be as healthy as possible and to see if my pickiness can be worked on or if I can, you know, if she has certain tools for me to like make sure I'm getting all the nutrients I need. But the moral of the story is like, 
it's just unacceptable for press or people in the comments to be like eat a hamburger or like or like mad at you for being underweight. You are healthy. You're like I know all your numbers. You are uh, probably healthier than ninety nine percent of the population, and everyone else's concern, if it comes from a good place great but like there's just a bunch of like nasty people out there who feel like it's okay to say the most awful things to someone who might be underweight yeah and like the double standard with overweight people is that you would get crucified for saying anything to them myself being one of them just for the record i'm not like you know what i mean but if someone is unhealthy i think it's okay to be concerned for their health i don't think you're unhealthy and i i i was quoted by you as saying concerned yeah, and everyone I, ran with that i didn't think it was going to get so kind of taken out of context cuz like the concern can go in different ways like i was just concerned that like you like could be hotter with like 10 to 15 <laughs> more pounds and like i should have said that and maybe that's also fucked up and like people can come for me for that but i'm not concerned about your health because i've been with you to the doctor yeah because i just want to believe my truth which is is like, I believe like scale wise, I am a little underweight, but I don't have an eating disorder. I'm going to talk to a nutritionist to just discuss it, like I said, and get on top of it. Well, moving on, you want to talk about Sunny? Let's talk about Sunny. <laughs> My Sunny thing for this week was he, he had a play date yesterday with his friend Graham. Graham's little sister Piper goes to Sunny's mm. preschool, which Sunny's graduated from but he's back for a couple days this summer but Graham doesn't so Graham was at home and Graham's mom picked up Sonny and Piper and like said that Sonny was being so nice to Piper who's like two and a half and he was like what did what did she say by the way Sonny is really sweet with Piper was like asking her about her day and showing her stuff in his backpack he's such a good kid heart so like that just made that made my day. I mean, it made my week. Like, mm-hmm. and I think what maybe this happens with a lot of other families is like maybe they misbehave like in front of you more than they do and other people. And like what you're teaching them is sinking in. They just like act that way out in the world. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily like with you. Hopefully. For sure. I think that we're probably going to get a lens into that a little bit more as he starts kindergarten. Like we'll start to learn more from his teachers about like what kind of student kid he is. But when I see him interacting with adults, he's always like super respectful. Good. Good. I mean, I'd rather it be this way. Like not that he's bad with us, but like, you know, he's like constantly punching me in the dick. So like I'd rather it be punching me in the dick than strangers in the dick. Because he knows he can get away with it. He knows that this is unconditional love. Yeah. Well, if you punch me in the dick one more time, I'm going to stop loving him. All right. My sunny thing was last night as he was falling asleep, he was like, Mommy, you want to know something? I was like, what? He's like, I love you so much. And he says it all the time, but it just felt so from him it wasn't just in response to me and it was so sweet and I'm excited for this trip to spend some quality time with him before going back to school will be really nice just to have some family time are you scared of it (laughs) I'm just like we've had so much family time (laughs) no I'm not scared of it we're going to Cabo for four days I mean like I'm not trying to complain and then we have to go to New York it's just like a lot of travel I know it'll be a nice trip but I, I am still sort of recovering from 
the last one. Okay. Have you heard about the new curl secret by Conair? It's unbelievable. You've heard me talk about my hair color saga this year, and I've been kind of super focused on taking care of my hair and getting it to a healthier place, which is why I've been really selective in the kinds of products I use on my hair, especially hot air tools. But you know, sometimes you just want some curls, you want some waves, you want a style. And I have to say that I've been so impressed by the Curl Secret Auto Curler by Conair. If you're looking for simple, effortless curls, this auto curler is your next must-have. It features three preset curl types, five temperature options, three curl directions, and a ceramic barrel to protect your hair. Curl Secret by Conair has reimagined what an auto curler can be with tangle-free tech that prevents frizzing and tangles and keeps your hair smooth and protected while styling. And you can play around by mixing up the temperatures, direction, and curl types to change up your looks. I obviously get really bored with my hair, so it's fun to play around and change it up without like really, really changing it. It's so cool. Hair goes in, curl comes out, just like magic. Say goodbye to curl drama and hello to perfect, long-lasting curls at the push of a button. Shop Curl Secret by Conair exclusively at Ulta. That's Curl Secret by Conair exclusively at Ulta. All right. So whether you're searching for designer bags or your next piece of timeless jewelry, eBay authenticators are there to protect buyers from fakes. eBay authenticators are experts in their craft and are there to make sure that what you get in the mail is exactly what you paid for. Any purchase backed by authenticity guarantee is sent to an authentication team of experts who personally inspect the item, check it against every detail in the listing, and authenticates it. They'll also create custom documentation to certify that the item has been officially authenticated. The service currently covers items across sneakers, watches, handbags, jewelry, and streetwear fashion categories. Finding authentic vintage pieces on eBay is so fun for me, and I've always turned to eBay for funky jewelry or interesting, unique vintage handbags, antique furniture. But now with so many more scams, I've been more cautious about buying these special items online, knowing that there are real people behind it all who are passionate about quality and double-checking every item makes me feel way more confident. So go ahead, get that piece you've been daydreaming about and leave it up to the meticulous eyes of an eBay authenticator to make sure that every detail is genuine. Never get faked out again. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I feel like this is a good time to dig into a pop culture palate cleanser. <sighs> yeah, I think we need one. It's been a heavy podcast. <laughs> um, mine was... I wanted there. There were a few options. I was going to bring up Michael Ower. I don't know if you heard about him. He's a football player who got adopted by this family, and they made a movie with Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. called The Blind Side. Mm-hmm. News this week came out that the family never actually adopted him, 
and just tricked him into signing away like his name rights for the movie and like stole all the profits. Stop it. Awful, yeah. Awful. Are you serious? Yeah, isn't that terrible? So is he suing them? I didn't bring it up because I don't really know oh, all the, the ins and outs. Okay. But um I I I ultimately decided it's fun to mention like the nominees. Yeah. Just to give a little taste of what else is going on yeah. in pop culture. Another one I wanted to bring up, but I didn't ultimately end on was Rachel or Raquel was on Bethany Frankel's podcast talking about Bethany Frankel. Bethany Frankel. Yeah. Bethany. Bethany Frankstall's <laughs> on her podcast talking about how Bravo went to the bank on the scandal and like she didn't see a penny of it and mm-hmm, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And kind of just that whole like stance on how the reality industry is kind of predatory. But, you know. That's what you sign up for. You know that you're doing it to get some sort of other kind of like smaller fame. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying it's right, but. I think it's sort of the same thing with like movies and TV. It's that the people on the bottom of the totem pole will get treated like shit, have terrible contracts, work awful hours, sell their drama for a limited amount of money and no back end. Because there is that chance of uber fame that they can cash in on in different ways. Yeah. But like Bravo is selling other people's misfortune. And I think that that goes kind of undiscussed. Yeah. Uh, And I think with Raquel, Rachel, who, you know, did a bad thing, but seems extremely vulnerable. Like they could have. I just like feel like they like she's in a bad place. Yeah. And, And, you know, she's responsible for what she did, but. Anyway, the backlash feels really dangerous with regards to her. But that's uh-huh. not what I wanted to talk about because it d- didn't feel very palate cleansing. Okay, okay. I wanted to talk about was Real Housewives of New York. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I knew it. We just started watching. I think we're five episodes in. Yeah. Just, you know, initial reactions vis-a-vis. I don't know if I use vis-a-vis right there. But this is like a reboot of an extremely popular franchise. They're just... Cleared Completely house, out with the old, cast. in with the new. Very difficult to do. What were your initial? Okay. So I think probably like most, I thought it started kind of slow. But then I had like the producer mind going in the background and you said this. And it was like, these people are just getting to know each other. And like right, for there it? to be any real drama, there has to be higher stakes. So there has to be like huge secrets revealed or whatever. Like they're not going to get into that yet. Like it's going to be petty drama at the beginning. And that's what I think you and I are probably picking up the most like right now it's just petty drama so it feels a little silly but I think I think we have similar opinions people are a little bit nervous so they're not like really digging but they're being catty and like caring more about smaller things they're like down to get in little fights about small things but no one's really like doing anything major yet I think the characters are really interesting yeah. Well, Except gonna, they're one. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, with like an ensemble cast, it takes a while for people to get comfortable on camera, real relationships to form, and then real drama to follow. Mm-hmm. I think they are bringing up real stuff. Bryn is talking about her background. Jessel is talking about not having sex with her husband. But I think you're right. They're focusing on like she called us like cackling hags. cackling hags, which like I agreed with Jessel. Like in British culture, that's probably nothing. And like mm-hmm. it was completely taken out of context or more accurately, it wasn't given the correct context that it deserved, which was like Jessel was ball busting and like being like funny. It wasn't 
malicious. Mm-hmm. And I think that girl, the real estate girl, the real estate girl, she's coming in too hot, keyed in on that and like tried to work up a whole bunch of like anti Jessel sentiment based on nothing. And I did not like that from a personal standpoint. I like it from a viewer standpoint yeah. because I want to see people act badly, which, you know, makes me part of the predatory nature of this whole business. I guess my bad. Fuck, you know, just, <laughs> just paradoxes everywhere. Everywhere. But I do, I like, I think they did a good job casting of it. casting. Say, what's her name? Sai. Annoying. All right. Sorry. Annoying. Uh-huh. Um, Bryn, I like her. Love Bryn. We'll see. Jenna Lyons, I like the casting. Uh-huh. She's an interesting bird. I love, I mean, everybody needed a Jenna Lyons type of character Someone on the show. Someone to represent like Someone to New York re- fashion yes, stuff. Yeah. Yes. We need an uptown person, though. We need like a... Winnie's shimmying her shoulders right now. Like a snooty, like a snooty uptown mom. Where's yeah. that girl? That woman? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Jessel, I guess, maybe is that. You know, mm-hmm. she's like British. Mm-hmm. And I like her. She has that weird sort of fake smile on her face the whole time <laughs> when she's fighting with people, which I think makes the other women think she's like disingenuous. But I think she's just nervous. Mm-hmm. At first, we were like, she's too mean to her husband. But then we were like, oh, she... Like, it's like could be just a shtick. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. She's like giving him shit about the carrot, and like I would have too. Yeah. So I, I think they've done a good job, and I'm I'm gonna keep watching. Me too. All right. What was the best thing you ate this week, babe? The best thing I ate this week was my In and Out burger and my fries with the strawberry vanilla milkshake. I get a hamburger with grilled onions, bread, ketchup, lettuce only, mm-hmm. fries light well, and I tried a strawberry and vanilla blended milkshake, which was unbelievable. That was really the best thing I ate. I mean, what can beat that? No, that's that's a delicious thing. Although, <sighs> I, just, I, have, I have conflicting feelings about In-N-Out. Like, sometimes it's the best, and I love it, and sometimes I'm like, this is disgusting. Really? I mean, not disgusting, never disgusting, but sometimes I'm like, this is just so average. Yeah. I mean, I get yeah, a double double yeah, plane, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know. The yeah. best thing, I, the best thing I ate this week was, and this also kind of goes back to, you know, my cholesterol issues was um, a steak oh, yeah, from steak Wagyu really Window. My friend Michael, I don't know if we talked about Wagyu Window before, but my friend Michael, he has a trainer who decided to import like, real Australian and Japanese Wagyu from Japan and Australia. And like they come frozen, which isn't great, but they are like legit, you know, BMS nines, 11s, bovine muscular score. I think that's what BMS stands for. It just means like all the fat in Mm -hmm. there, which makes it taste good. And we had a New York strip and a ribeye, both eight nines, I believe. Eleven is too rich. Eight okay. nine is better. It's like less fatty. Yeah. And then, you know, we just defrost them, put salt and pepper, and just cook it in a pan. Those really. are really good. And it's just, it's really a special, special meal. That was going to be the second thing on my list was that steak. Mm-hmm. And then the meat sauce. Was that this week or last week? I don't know. The meat sauce was so meat good. Meat sauce was good. I make a meat sauce. It's not a bolognese. It's a meat sauce. I cook. What did I do first? I cook some some onions, carrots mm-hmm. in a pan. And then on a first, I think I cooked the meat. I browned the meat. And then I cooked the onions and carrots in the fat. And then I add in... 
tomato paste, some crushed tomatoes, all your seasonings, bay leaf, oregano, garlic, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And then it all just cooks together for a couple hours until it gets real thick. It was really, really good. All right. Well, like that's a good thing to keep in the fridge for days that I'll eat. Right. Uh, Those ribs I ate for a week. Okay. Off <laughs> podcast, we were discussing how, you know, Winnie will eat if she likes the food. So how can I help her? I can make food that, that lasts for a few days and just have it mm-hmm. every week in the fridge. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. Because you're a much better chef than I. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be me versus you. I'm happy to help. Thank you. Here to help. All right. I think my goal for next week. You know, we're going to go to Cabo and I'll be honest with you, like maybe more so in my family and less so in this scenario. But when we go away, I feel responsible for like making each day fun and like entertaining people and doing that kind of stuff. And so, you know, this might sound kind of selfish, like my goal for the next week is to have fun and be fun, but not feel responsible for everyone's fun. No, no one should be responsible for everyone's fun. Everybody has to play a part in that, you know, but I agree. I want to have fun and relax too. Is there anything I can do to make it more enjoyable for you? No, I just think like, I think it's on me to like, if I want to sit and read a book and like enjoy it to like not feel guilty about that or feel like I need to be, you know, doing something for someone else, I, I need to just enjoy that time. For sure. For sure. What are your goals for next week? My goal is I have two of them. Well, the one that was going to make the cut but didn't was me saying that I didn't want to procrastinate just to finish tasks in an acceptable time frame, but that should just be always. So that is one mini goal that will just stand for the rest of time. But then just something specifically was to shoot really good content in Mexico. Like I would just like to step my content game up and I go back and forth with this because it doesn't always come so naturally to me, but I just want to do it in the way that does feel good to me and not care about doing it the way that anybody else does it. Yeah, I love that. What does good content mean to you? Good content is a little mix of everything, like capturing a day where it's like a little bit of routine, a little bit of fun family, a little bit of outfit, and then like some ambiance. That's like my vacation vibe. But then I think about like, should I go more in depth with it? Should I plan certain shots in advance? Should I pack more outfits? No. <laughs> I know. Should I think about how this content can be more useful to people? Like, do do they want travel tips in list form? Do they want actual items? Like I Don't I, you know what like performs? Well, yes, like people like just the organic stuff where I'm showing the family and the setting and then also just like quick casual tags. Okay. So I can do that. They just want to see us having a good time. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have a good time for you guys. Anyway, I can help you with that. Just have a good attitude. Great attitude. Okay. I feel like. Like I'm not. You're like, Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, I would, I. You would have preferred to stay home. Just given that we're going to New York the very next day 
I, I just know my limits. But if, if I actually use it as time to relax, yeah, then maybe it'll be restorative and, and great. Okay, good. We'll, we'll try for that. We That's will. That's our goal. We will. And we'll report back next week and see how we did. Okay, guys. See you next week. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.